come into a slate hoping that more value shows up. It's Monday, February 12th. We've got a six-game slate. Mike McClure, I hope no more value shows up. I've got all that I need right now. All of the value that I need. Honestly, a couple extra value picks that I don't even need that I'm not that interested in. So, yeah, please, no more value on this slate. Yeah, it's a six-game slate with 12 games worth of value. We'll jump to the big news, and then I want to get right into a lineup that I started building before the show, Mike. But the big news, Karis LeVert, Rondé Hollis, Jefferson, both out for the Nets. Chris Dunn, doubtful for the Bulls. We're going to proceed if if he's not playing. Aaron Gordon, Nikolai Vucevic, out for the Magic. LaMarcus Aldridge, Rudy Gay, Kawhi Leonard, all out for the Spurs. And DeJounte Murray and Tony Parker are both questionable. Ricky Rubio is questionable for the Jazz. Draymond is doubtful for the Warriors. and We're going to act as if Draymond Green is not playing. Devin Booker, Tyler Ewis, both questionable for the Suns. I personally, Mike, think it's doubtful that Devin Booker is going to play. Okay. I, I honestly hope you're right. I, uh, I'm interested in a couple of those guys from Phoenix again in tournaments if Devin Booker is out. So what I did was, I, and I generally do this, I try to come up with a, a certain lineup build that I like before the show, just so I've, I've kind of got an idea where I'm going to go with what we're building. And here's what I came up with, Mike. I'm $1,000 too much money or $1,000 too little money, and that's, not, that's no good. I've got Steph Curry and Emmanuel Moutier as my point guards. I've got Lou Williams and Zach Levine as my shooting guards. I've got Michael Beasley and Kyle Anderson as my small forwards. I've got Ben Simmons and Davis Burtons as my power forwards, and I have Pal Gasol as my center. I have a thousand dollars left over, and I like that lineup. Yeah, no, it's definitely a good-looking lineup. Uh, like, there's a, just a lot of value tonight. So, on a slate like this, you know, you're probably not doing it in your main lineup or two. But I don't have any problem leaving a thousand dollars on a slate like this because. There's just extreme value in some of those guys when they're that underpriced. They're replacements. You know, if you're looking to upgrade at some of these spots, you're not really getting an upgrade. Uh, it's also a good way to have differentiation in a tournament. So I am not completely against it. Okay, we'll jump right into the must plays because my must play was in that lineup. Davis Burton's for the San Antonio Spurs. He's been starting even with LaMarcus Aldridge healthy. He's going to start in this game for sure. We expect that Powell will start alongside him. The thing... Listen, it's weird because you look at this slate and I always go from the highest over under to lowest over under and you've got San Antonio at Utah. You know, that's about as bad as it gets, but like four or five of the top value plays on the slate are from the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, no, this is one of those days we're definitely, we, you know, you can't really look at the Vegas totals today. Uh, they really don't matter when you have this kind of value. Uh, so I, you know, me personally, I am ignoring the Vegas totals on this slate. So I've got Burton's was, was your fan duel must play in my lineup as well. It was, uh, Emmanuel Moutier. So why I want you to play Emmanuel Moutier is because I love small sample sizes. I don't care about the data <laughs> at all. Okay. Just kidding. Now I always harp on, you know, we need a larger sample size to play some of these guys in these spots, but I don't think that's the case tonight with Emmanuel Moutier. Uh, we've saw him play in that first game. He managed to get up quite a few shots, uh, even playing alongside Michael Beasley. And I think that that's going to continue again tonight. At 3,700, I think that he's pretty much a must-play. I mean, you could pencil him in for probably at least 25 minutes again. Uh, I bet he scores at least a fantasy point a minute in this matchup. So I think he's pretty much a must-play on FanDuel. 
Yeah, Philadelphia is the third worst team against the point guard position. Jarrett Jack played just eight minutes in Moutier's first game with the team. I agree with you totally. That's just on Fandle, though. Who was your DraftKings must-play? Uh, my DraftKings must-play is going to be Jerry and Grant. Uh, he's a guy that I've been playing a lot recently, and if you followed along on Friday and Saturday, uh, I don't remember exactly which day it was, but we played him. He was a very good play that day, uh, and I like him again a lot tonight, knowing that Chris Dunn is out. He's only 5200 on DraftKings. Um, this is a situation where I want you guys to always look at the pricing on both sites. And when you see someone like, say, 6500 on FanDuel, and you get him at 5200 on DraftKings, that's just an immediate red flag. You should probably get that guy in your lineup when you see that big of a price difference. Uh, and that's what I'm doing tonight with Jerry and Grant. So we have started off our FanDuel lineup with Emmanuel Moutier and Davis Burtons. And then over on DraftKings, I've got Grant in there for Moutier. And we may play Moutier on DraftKings as well. We'll just see how the uh, how the money works out over on that side. The stay away tonight is really tough. I kind of feel like you almost have to choose a center that you're just going to avoid because Pau Gasol is going to be one of the best values on the slate. He's only center eligible on FanDuel. Three of the top four in terms of price tonight are at the center position. Anthony Davis, man, can we please move him back to power forward? Andre Drummond. Joel Embiid. I just can't buy into the fact that Blake Griffin goes to Detroit and Andre Drummond's usage goes through the roof. I don't think this is going to be the way that it is long term. I am staying away from Andre Drummond again. Yeah, I agree with you completely. Uh, I've been, you know, saying it every day that I just, it's not sustainable. I don't understand it. Um, you know, I need to see a lot larger sample size to believe that this is really going to be the He's way no it is. He's no Emmanuel Moutier. He is not an Emmanuel Moutier. So, uh, once, you know, when you're dealing with players that aren't as talented as Emmanuel Moutier, I need a lot larger sample size. So, I agree. I'm going to stay away from Andre Drummond and I'm probably going to stay away from Joel Embiid also. Uh, I like him. Embiid has a fine matchup. I, you know, you guys probably think that I hate Embiid. I don't. It's just always the position. Uh, center is just absolutely loaded tonight. There's seven guys that I could play at center tonight. Um, you know, to this point, Anthony Davis would be my must play of the day if he was a power forward. Right. So, but he's not. So he's not. He's not. Would he be if we were looking for the top scorer on the slate? Anthony Davis is your first choice. A hundred percent. I, I think one of the Warriors has a chance to outscore him. Um, Durant's rebounding rate should go up with Draymond off the court. Uh, Steph will do even more ball handling with Draymond off the court. I just, I struggle so bad between choosing between those two. I think you need to play one of them. I've struggled with which one it's going to be. Uh, and maybe you just play both. That certainly is going to hurt your upside a little bit in a matchup with the Suns, which is the first game on our sports line odds page. Phoenix at Golden State, 232 for the over-under, but don't get too excited. We've got a 15.5-point spread. The odds of Steph or Durant playing in the fourth quarter, not great. We still don't know for sure if Devin Booker is going to play. I don't necessarily think he's going to. Let's say for a second if he's out. How interested are you in Josh Jackson, in TJ Warren, and so on and so forth? I'm definitely interested in him. Uh, I think that Josh Jackson's the guy that I'm most interested in. I think he's probably still the safest. You know, in the event that they get down by 20 or 30, TJ Warren probably won't end up finishing out this game. 
Uh, but I think there's a little better chance that Josh Jackson gets a few extra minutes in that spot, especially if someone like Tyler Ulis is also out. Uh, but to your point there, I do think we should operate as if Booker is out. After we look at that spread, knowing that it's 15 and a half with Draymond out, that to me is a pretty big red flag that, uh, you know, even though this game is at Golden State, uh, Devin Booker's probably not playing with a spread that large with Draymond Green out. I want to talk about Jackson specifically in relation to somebody else that I know you're going to want to, and we'll throw Warren in there as well. So on FanDuel, you've got TJ Warren is 7,500, Josh Jackson is 68, Michael Beasley is 65. Would you rank those just in reverse order of price, Beasley, Jackson, Warren, in terms of your favorite plays? Uh, yeah, probably, uh, especially not knowing the status of Devin Booker. Josh Jackson could slightly, like, it could be a real coin flip with Michael Beasley for me if we get news that Devin Booker is for sure out and Tyler Ulysses is out. I, I want both of those two guys to be out. And if they're both out, I think it's almost a, just a virtual coin flip between Josh Jackson and Michael Beasley. But TJ Warren is definitely lower than the two because of the price increase. On the other side of this game, like we don't have any reason to feel confident, even if Draymond's out, that you can count on David West to play more than 16 minutes. He just won't. That you can count on Omri Caspi. While he should be in an awesome spot, he's just not doing things this year. Zaza is going to play 15 minutes. JaVale McGee is going to play. Like There's just nobody, unless you're just throwing a dart, right? Yeah, there's nobody. Uh, you could play Looney in some of these spots, but thankfully we don't have to tonight because we've got Bertans for San Antonio at a very similar price point. So there's absolutely no reason to look at that, you know, in that direction. Uh, so for the Warriors tonight, it's got to be one of what I would call their big three tonight, which is Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson. Uh, knowing Thompson's going to be by far the lowest owned out of those three. Yeah, I kind of like Clay in tournaments. Again, the only problem, and we'll just kind of skip ahead to a different game here, but you've got Clay Thompson at 6,700. There's a lot of reason to like Evan Fournier. It's $100 less on FanDuel. Lou Williams' price is down to 6,800. He's playing the Nets. Like it's, I don't think Clay's in the best spot of those guys. No, he's not in the best spot. The only reason you're playing Clay is in a tournament thinking that, you know, Clay just has one of those 30 point first quarters that he has once or twice a year. And, you know, this is a matchup that he could do it in. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, deep tournament play only because shooting guard is like center tonight. It is pretty loaded. Our next game is what I would call the most stackable game of the night. It's the New Orleans Pelicans at Detroit. Detroit, two and a half point favorite. We've got a 218.5 over under. This game has some, uh, being close late and high scoring potential. So the problem is two of the best plays play the same position, center, and we're probably not playing either one of them. But if we do, Anthony Davis is the clear top choice. Is that right? Yeah, Anthony Davis is the top choice for me. He's someone I will probably be playing tonight, maybe not in cash games, uh, unless we just get some more value that we really don't want at this point. Uh, but I will definitely be having him in a couple tournament lineups. Uh, and then on the other side, at power forward, Blake Griffin, I think that you should probably – I'm going to have at least one or two shares of Blake Griffin tonight, too, because I do like this matchup for him. I had Simmons, Ben Simmons, in my original lineup. Do you like Blake or Simmons more? I have a slight preference for Blake Griffin. Okay. Uh, I, I think that, you know, I'm still counting on some Andre Drummond regression back to just a regular Andre Drummond, which is still a very good player. And I think that when that comes, it's going to be Blake Griffin that's taking away some of the usage, maybe grabbing a few of those rebounds. 
Uh, so for me, it's Blake Griffin over Ben Simmons tonight. I think I like Simmons better for sure on DraftKings where he's $1,000 cheaper, but they're essentially the same price on FanDuel. Both of these teams have struggled against defending guards. Well, except for Detroit has this weird thing where they look really good against shooting guards. I think it's just from when Avery Bradley was there. Um, but you're not really interested in any of the Detroit guards, are you? Um, I had a slight interest originally in Ish Smith, but, you know, the upside's really pretty limited. We've seen him flash a 40-point game a couple of times, but, uh, you know, with guys like, I'd much rather gamble on a guy like Moutier, you know, because of the price difference and knowing I can get another stud. So probably not playing any of those guards in my primary lineups. Let's move over to Blake Griffin's old team, the Clippers, four and a half point favorites going across the country to face the Nets. 218.5 over under on that one as well. The Nets, the worst team in the NBA against both point guards and centers, and they're terrible against power forward as well. Uh, Clippers are just kind of so-so. We haven't really seen anyone's value explode since the Blake Griffin trade. Yeah, no, so-so is a, a very good way to put it. I mean, we've, Danilo Gallinari's seen a little bit, but the problem is, is he's always priced in a way that He's not a true value play. Right. And, you know, the upside for him is still, you know, 40 points is, is what his upside really truly is. Uh, so while I think he's a fine play and a safe play, I don't even, don't even know that I can recommend him tonight because I still like Michael Beasley in that range and I still like both of the guys from the Phoenix Suns. But the if Nets you're are, someone again, who believes in Delano Gonari, I think Gallinari is a guy that you could play in a tournament. The Nets are awful against point guards. Austin Rivers in his first two games back has played at least 31 minutes. He's only 5,100 on FanDuel. Are you going to have any Austin Rivers tonight? Uh, yeah, I think that I will have a little. Um, I think Tia Dosich is back tonight, uh, or he's yep. going to play. So that might eat into it a little bit, but I do his think His dad's like, on the coach. Right. Well, that's true. <laughs> um, I think that. The guy that I'm comparing him to the most is Ish Smith, and I do prefer Austin Rivers over Ish Smith. I'll take the price savings on FanDuel of $900. So if you're looking for one of those mid-range point guards uh, and you don't like have enough for Jerry and Grant, then I do think Austin Rivers is a fine play. You considering anyone on the Nets side of this game? Uh, no, I am not. Uh, okay. Just I'm not there's too many, you know, too much value in other spots, so I'm going to avoid it. Speaking of value, Orlando at Chicago, the Bulls four-point favorites with a 215 over/under. I love this stat that Orlando is the fifth worst team in the NBA exactly against point guards, shooting guards, and small forwards. <laughs> they wow. do not discriminate against any position. Zach Levine's price has taken off. It is up to 8200 on FanDuel at the shooting guard position. I still kind of like it. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh it's, you know, you have a little sticker shock when you see it initially. But he's been worth it, and this, you know, you said they rank fifth, like fifth worst there. Right. I think that they might be the worst. Yeah, uh, I think that this is probably the best matchup Levine has seen this season, and we'll see, uh, especially being at home here. You know, he's rested because he didn't play in the last game just for rest. Uh, so I think he's definitely worth it. I think he's one of the best tournament plays on the slate uh, as the most expensive shooting guard because there are a number of guys that you can play. So, yeah, give me Zach Levine. Play him in cash games if you want, but also put him on the all-tournament team because I don't know if enough people are going to play him when he's that expensive at that, you know, being the most expensive shooting guard. Zach Levine is on the all-tournament team. He's also in our DraftKings lineup where he is $1,300 less than he is on FanDuel, 6900 over on DraftKings. So maybe a better tournament play on FanDuel. 
just a better overall play on DraftKings. Okay, nobody's healthy for Orlando. There are two point guards. It kind of reminds me of the Washington situation with uh, Tim Frazier, with Sheldon Ma- Sheldon Mack playing the Tim Frazier role. He's not going to start, but he may play more minutes. DJ Augustine is the starter. Something I notice that's fun. The Magic have had a player under $7,000 score more than 40 FanDuel points four games in a row. It has been a different player all four games. How helpful is that? Not at all. Um, I think out of these two, I guess I prefer DJ Augustine, but I don't know how, like, especially on FanDuel, I don't know how I can play either one of them because Emmanuel Moody at 3,700 is just too good of a value for me. And if I'm willing to pay 61 for Augustine, I'm probably just going to pay 65 for Jerry and Grant. And if I'm willing to pay, you know, I, I can't quite get there. Say I want to pay for uh, Shelvin Mack. I probably would rather pay 51 for Austin Rivers against the Nets. No, I agree with you completely. I'm not all that interested in this game. I am very interested in the next game, and I got a question for you. The Knicks are at Philadelphia. Sixers are 12-point favorites, over-under of 209. If you were playing on draft tonight and you had to choose it, like you guys, you set it up with one of your friends, and you guys had decided your first two picks have to be from the Knicks-Sixers game. Regardless of price, who are your two favorite plays from this game? Um, I think that the first overall pick in this game is probably still going to be Joel Embiid. And then after that, it's, for me, it's a coin flip between Michael Beasley and Ben Simmons. I know a lot, you know, Ben Simmons is probably a little safer just because of the minutes, but I still, I can't quit Michael Beasley, especially when you give him this kind of usage. Uh, so for me, it's going to be, I'll just, I'll just say Michael Beasley and, uh, Joel Embiid. I knew you were going to say Michael Beasley. You know, the great thing about draft is you don't have to do that. You don't have to worry about price. You don't have to pick somebody from a specific game. And your chance of winning on draft are 80% better than on salary cap sites. You can play in a real live NBA draft right now. Be done in under five minutes and get paid out the next day. Drafts are filling every second, so you can join one whenever you want. All new players get a free entry into a real money draft when you make your first deposit. But you have to use our promo code SPORTSLINE. That's right, playing a real money draft for free just by using our promo code SPORTSLINE. But it gets even better. Draft is so sure you'll love it. They're offering SPORTSLINE DFS listeners a money-back guarantee up to $100. Just search Draft in your app store and go to the draft.com and come play free right now with promo code SPORTSLINE. There's only one game left, and normally we just skip this game, Mike. It's San Antonio at Utah. It's a 197.5 over under. It's gross. Man, there's a lot of Spurs we like. There are a lot of Spurs we like. And there's also, you know, the piece of news here for Utah with uh, Ricky Rubio questionable. Uh, if he's not able to play, there's also some usage and minutes to go around there, too. Yeah, so we're definitely, Burton's is going to be in a lot of lineups, maybe all of them. Pau Gasol is going to find his way into some lineups, especially over on DraftKings, where you can play him and Anthony Davis together. Uh, He will also be in some of my FanDuel lineups, though. If Tony Parker's out and DeJounte Murray is back, do you have interest in him at 5,100 on FanDuel? Uh, Yeah, I think that it's uh, really close between him and Austin Rivers. Uh, Jerry and Grant, if you can pay up a little bit. But yeah, I think that he's right there in the mix. I don't think that he's, you know, because of the pace of play and the matchup here, I don't think that he's like a clear must play. Like I still 
you know, it sounds crazy to say that I still prefer Emmanuel Moutier, but Woo. I think that he is in play, uh, but it's not a must play situation for, uh, for Murray tonight. Okay. So we are a little short on our all tournament team. We've got Zach Levine at shooting guard. Is Moutier the point guard on our all tournament team? Uh, maybe he, he might be more popular. I don't, I don't have a good read for how popular I think he'll be yet, but. I know that as we're touting this out, I think that his ownership is certainly going to rise a little. Um, but yeah, we can put him on there. Okay. At small forward, I could see putting Jonathan Simmons or Mario Hazonia. They're two of the four guys that have top 40 fantasy points in the last four Magic games. But if there's somebody you like more, like a Kyle Anderson, I'd listen to that. Uh, how about Royce O'Neal? I'm sorry. Royce O'Neal, <laughs> who plays for the Utah Jazz. Yes. All right. Sell, Played sell harder. 33 minutes last night with yes. Ricky Rubio on the shelf. 33.2 FanDuel points. Had an opportunity to play against Charlotte. Played 23 minutes and scored 20 FanDuel points. When he's had the opportunities to play here, he played against the San Antonio Spurs on February 3rd. He played 32 minutes and scored 37.5 FanDuel points. So if Ricky Rubio is out, Royce O'Neal is in your tournament lineup. Absolutely. Okay, let's move on to power forward for the all-tournament team. There's not a lot that I like here, but I guess what I would have to say is if I'm picking one, I'm going with Miritich. 100%. That's the guy I have literally pulled up in front of me here. Nikola Miritich is definitely the tournament play of the day. Uh, He did, you know, it was an overtime game, so that helped a ton. But he played 49 minutes in the last game and put up 61.7 FanDuel points. Uh, that is uh, that is upside for a $7,000 player. And then at the center position, I don't really know whose ownership is going to be low enough. I mean, I'd assume that Powell's is going to be up there. I would assume Anthony Davis is going to be up there. People are going to chase points with Andre Drummond. So basically, I think anyone below between Powell and Embiid and Price could be qualify? Yeah, I think for me it's Rudy Gobert. Uh, I prefer him on DraftKings. I actually think he's close to a cash game play on DraftKings tonight if you're looking for a more balanced lineup. Uh, but even on, on FanDuel, I think that he definitely is the guy that you want to look at. Uh, just knowing that the, uh, the Spurs are going to be a little shorthanded in the front court. Uh, if Rubio happens to sit, there's a little more usage to go around for Gobert in Utah there. So I think he's my nomination for the all-tournament team at center. I will just bring up the fact that Ennis Cantor, the last time he saw Joel Embiid, absolutely dominated the game. Had 31 points, 22 rebounds, 56.9 FanDuel points. Cantor, $7,000. I don't think he's a particularly good value, but it's an interesting spot that he's in. Very interesting spot. I think that where I would want to play him would be on DraftKings. Um, I think that I can't make him my only center tonight, but you know he's more expensive. He's 7,300 on DraftKings, where I think he's probably not going to be played by too many people. But if you want to make a more balanced lineup and kind of you know hope that some of these scrubs don't hit value tonight, I think Ennis Cantor is someone you should definitely put in your value, your, your uh, balanced DraftKings lineup. So we've got Moutier, Levine, Royce O'Neal, Miritich, and Gobert as our all-tournament team. It's time to get into our FanDuel lineup. And first things first, Mike, I need you have to decide Durant or Steph on FanDuel. Um, 
I'm going to take Kevin Durant at this point. Okay. All right, so we've plugged Durant in. We have Emmanuel Moutier already at point guard. We need a second point guard to plug into the lineup, and I think we kind of talked like it may be Austin Rivers. Uh, yeah, I think at this point in the day, I'm looking towards Austin Rivers, and the reason we're going to do that is because, you know, as the listeners here, if you're not an Austin Rivers fan, we also like Murray for uh, the San Antonio Spurs. They're the same price. If he's upgraded to probable here, absolutely plug him in if you do not like Austin Rivers. At shooting guard, do you like Sweet Lou Williams down at 6,800, or you were going to go with maybe a little higher floor and Fournier at 66? Or Clay? Um, I, I do like Lou Williams. Um, I'm a little concerned with Rivers and Teodosic both playing. Uh, I think that it might ding the upside just a little bit. One guy we didn't really mention that I like, it sounds like you didn't really like him too much, is Justin Holiday. How do you feel about Justin Holiday for the Bulls? Uh, mixed feelings, but he has been playing better as of lately, and it's an outstanding matchup. Yeah, so that, plug I, holiday I, in. yeah I like I like the holiday in. I'm actually I, I like the holiday in. Yeah. So I'd already put Levine in at shooting guard. Are you okay with playing Levine and Holiday together? I am. Okay. So we've got 5,500 left for a small forward and a power forward. We have to play Michael Beasley. So we have 4,500 left for a power forward. If you're okay with that. Is there somebody in that range that you can live with? The answer um, is no. The answer is no. So what if we, real quickly, let's go back and make this a Steph Curry lineup real quick. Okay. Well, we're going we're gonna to take out Durant. I, I Curry think is in at point guard. Who's your cheap small forward you want to play? Well, we gave him a little bit earlier in the show, and that's going to be Royce O'Neal. Uh, Royce O'Neal. Rubio didn't play last night. I think it's unlikely that he plays tonight, uh, but O'Neal's still been getting minutes either way. I think that he makes for a nice lineup here, and then we can kind of do some things that we want to at the other spots now. So are you putting Bobby Portis at power forward? Because um, you've got 6,300 left for power forward. I still don't think you like this lineup very much, Mike. Not, okay, no, so we, I don't. This is the problem I had. I because I could pr- really feel fine with like a $5,000 power forward maybe or a 7,000, but I was having trouble making the money work. So let's reset where we're at. We'll get back to the DraftKings lineup in just a second, but on FanDuel, we've got Steph Curry and Emmanuel Moody at point guard, Zach Levine and Justin Holiday at shooting guard, Royce O'Neal and Michael Beasley at small forward, Anthony Davis and Davis Bertans. We're missing a power forward. Not Again, not a great situation. No, it's not a great situation here. Um, yeah, this is, uh, this is really tough. <laughs> There's just Make, not a lot in that range tonight. Right. Making the money fit. I think what we'll probably do is just take Zach Levine out of the lineup. We can drop down to, uh, Clay Thompson, who we talked about having in tournaments. Yep. Uh, and then you can play Miritich, Sarich, or Tobias Harris at power forward. Uh, I like Miritich personally. Okay, so this is definitely a tournament lineup. There's $800 left. You may find a way to sweeten it just a little bit, but I don't, I don't mind leaving that much on the table at all. You've got Emmanuel Moutier, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Justin Holiday, Royce O'Neal, Michael Beasley, Nikolai Miritich, Davis Bertans, and Anthony Davis. It was a like struggle it. to get there, but I like where we ended up. Yeah. So over on DraftKings, we know for sure we've got to get some Pau Gasol in our life. I still want to play Anthony Davis. I don't know that we can play a Durant and Anthony Davis lineup, but I think there's a possibility that we can. 
So yeah. we've got right now what I have is Zach Levine and Jerry and Grant, Davis Bertans and Pal Gasol, Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant. And there's only 3,800 left for players. I think we're just fading Kevin Durant, it sounds like. Um, I don't know. Well, we'll see. We can get Royce O'Neal again at 3,900. Is there a $3,700 player that you like at guard? All right. Because I like the idea, this stars and scrub type, type approach, as long as we can find somebody at guard that we don't hate. Uh, yeah, there's one guy that I think that is an, always a fine spot here. Uh, it's Andre Iguodala. Uh, knowing yes. that Draymond Green is out, he's going to see some more opportunity to, to handle the ball. We love the matchup. Uh, he's not like David West in that he's only going to play 15 minutes. So as this game gets out of hand, he might be the guy that gets to lead the charge in the fourth quarter. So, so the DraftKings stars and scrub lineup we put together for you, Jerry and Grant and Zach Levine, Davis Bertans, Pal Gasol, Anthony Davis, Andre Iguodala, Royce O'Neal, and Kevin Durant. I like it. No money remaining good. with that lineup. And now we don't have to worry about money anymore because it's time to play draft and I'm going to dominate. Adam Azer, do you have a contest set up for us? Yes, I do have a contest for you, Heath. By the way, thank you for having me on the show. Uh, this I, I, is <laughs> an abomination. <laughs> uh, you have the first pick, Mike has the second pick, and I have the third pick. Two guards, two forwards, and a center. Heath, you are on the clock. Well, I guess I'll just take Anthony Davis and let you guys decide between the Warriors. Yeah, uh, don't say things like that out loud because I don't, Adam may not even know to take the Warriors. Oh, here. I've don't been listening. I've, I've been listening. I know what I'm doing here. Alright, no I'm gonna talk. take, oh man. You got seven seconds. Steph Curry. Alright, I'll take Kevin Durant. Now I don't really know what to do. Uh, <laughs> uh, you said center's deep, so I will not take a center. Let's get ourselves a guard. And you keep talking about Zach Levine. He's a little bit lower there. Well, let's just have Ben Simmons carve up the Knicks tonight. So, boy, there's a real drop-off after Davis and two Warriors. Yes, there is. Uh, so, for me, wow, you know, there's still a lot of depth at center, so I'm not going to take it. I'm probably going to go ahead and take Blake Griffin here, as I think that he makes the most sense for my spot needing a forward. I am really disappointed in you, Mike. I fully expected that you were going to take Michael Beasley over Blake Griffin. I know. I thought uh, about it. I'm going to immediately take Mike Beasley. And then knowing I'm, I need to go ahead and take a center now. And uh, I – listen, Joel Embiid is better than Andre Drummond. I'm taking yeah. Embiid. And he, it's revenge game for Embiid. He got embarrassed by Cantor last game. All right, Mike, That's you're on the true. clock. All right, uh, probably going to save the center position still. There's still two options that I really like. Uh, at guard and forward. Ooh, I'm going to take Zach Levine. I really like Zach Levine tonight. Damn it, I wish I had taken Zach Levine. Okay, so I'm up now. I need a guard. I, uh, I need a guard forward and center. Two picks for me. Let's go. I mean, Mike loves Drew Holiday all the time. Uh, all right, I'm going to take Miritich, and I'm going to take Drew Holiday. Even though I'd love to get Emmanuel Mudiay on there, let's go with Drew Holiday. That was, Man. Drew was the right pick. All right, good. It was definitely the right pick. You're killing me. I was hoping that you were going to take Andre Drummond, so I didn't have to. <laughs> uh, but I really don't have a choice now. I think that I have to take Andre Drummond. Well, the problem uh, is so. I don't know who the other center you like is, so I, I might just make the wrong choice. But, yeah, you took Drummond, and now Heath uh, has two picks. Wow. 
Yeah, there are, I, I only have guards remaining that I need, and all of the good guards for the night are gone. I will take the upside of Lou Williams, and I guess I'll just take Clay Thompson as well. Well, everybody needs a warrior, so now we all have one. All right, Mike, what do you need to finish us off here? I need a forward, and for me, I think that there's really only one place to look, and that's Josh Jackson and TJ Warren. Now, the issue is Josh Jackson isn't projected as highly, but I like him better. My model has him almost dead even, so I'm going to take Josh Jackson, even though it says I should probably take TJ Warren. Okay, I need a center for the last pick here. I've got DeAndre Jordan, Rudy Gobert, Ennis Cantor, Pau Gasol. You guys have kind of talked me into Ennis Cantor, but that first Knicks game against the Sixers was on Christmas. It was a pretty close game. This one won't be. He's going to sit most of the fourth quarter. I'm going to avoid him. So I guess I'll take the one who's projected on drafts to do the best. DeAndre Jordan is my pick. Man, just a slap right across Mike McClure's face. I'm worried about. I mean, the Knicks are terrible. Moody is going to play. No, I'm t- you didn't even mention the guy that Mike likes the most. Oh, Gobert. Oh, Gobert. Okay, yep. sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Okay, Heath. Congratulations, you are projected. But this is the closest we've ever seen the projections within six points of each other. Everybody within six points. Gonna be a barn burner tonight. Did I win the last one? You weren't. You know what? No. That was like six days ago, dude. We don't care anymore. I finished third. I did not win. I it. won it. <laughs> Congratulations, Mike. And uh, I hope that uh, your team is awful tonight. Except for the one we gave on FanDuel and DraftKings where you're all going to win a bunch of money. Just a quick programming note. We will be back on Tuesday, on Wednesday, and then we'll be on the All-Star break. We'll have a golf podcast on Wednesday. We'll have an NBA podcast on Thursday or Wednesday. But Thursday is just a two-game NBA slate. And then we've got like four days off for the All-Star break. So you're going to get two more NBA podcasts, one golf podcast make some money before they take a little break.